Good morning. I'm Tiffany Anton from the Biz Foundry, and I have Blakely Smith in, owner of Skin and Aesthetics today. Hi, Blakely. Hello. Thanks for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. Can you tell me what is Skin and Aesthetics? Yes. So named it pretty accurately, both skin and aesthetics. Um, really, as far as on the skin part, and this is kind of transforming a little bit at this point, just because of needs in the area. I have been in dermatology for 10 years now um, and a little bit of change. And so that's been general dermatology, um, cosmetic dermatology, surgical dermatology. And so whenever I opened, I was like, well, you know, what's kind of the need for this area? Because I have did all the different realms of it. And so for right now, really focusing on things like acne, hair loss, um, nail disorders. Um, and again, that is shifting a little bit kind of with I'm currently getting credentialed for insurance instead of going kind of from just that cash pay method. And then also on the aesthetics part of it, you know, Botox, filler, Sculptra, PRP and PRF that's used with your own own blood, um, microneedling, radiofrequency microneedling, so Morpheus, Morpheus 8, face and body, um, lasers. You're saying a lot of things that I don't I know. Understand. I'm like the whole entire, it's so I, many things. I went to um, your website and I went through the services and I'm like, I don't even know how to say something. Some of it. Oh, it gets, that's why I'm like, okay, you can also just make straight up a consultation where we are able to sit down and say, okay, what are your concerns? What bothers you? Here are the different things that we can do. And I always kind of stack them at, you know, least invasive or at least downtime to if we're ready to just, you know, hit it hard and being able to walk through this is what to expect. This is how it's working. All of those things. Who would like for the people who are listening right now, who would you say is like you, you should give me a call. Literally anybody. So that's really we what. We say that that's a bad thing to say. I know it is. <laughs> yeah, but, but with this, I think. So watching aesthetics as a whole over this 10 years has really morphed. Whenever I first started, it was just basically you were getting these types of services either at a dermatologist's office or at a plastic surgeon's office. And over time, it's became more normalized, which is great, right? A lot of self-care and different things, especially with the pandemic. Um, And so now we have med spas kind of all over, honestly. Mm -hmm. I've laughed and said in Nashville, especially because that's where I was at directly right before moving back home, every single street corner, it's going to be a gas station or a med spa. We don't know. And so with that, it's it's been a little bit of a shift of almost, um, I don't want to say turn turning off toward patients who feel very self-conscious about things, but it is. Um, And so I've had a lot of friends, people that are very near and dear to me, patients that have said, I'm really wanting to fix X, Y, Z, but I don't feel comfortable going in somewhere because it's all these perfect people. Mm -hmm. And so I've really tried hard to create a business where it truly is to anybody. If you have a concern related to your skin, I want to see you. So I like the fact that you you said you created a business. Um, you've been doing this for 10 years and you <laughs> did not open your business here in Cookville until this year. Yeah. Um, so what what made you decide you were living decently enough mm-hmm. <laughs> without owning your own business without Better. the stress <laughs> and the, the headache? What was the motivation behind deciding to open your own business? Sure. Um, that's a bit of a loaded question. So the, I'm good at those. You are. <laughs> that is a 
very detailed answer. Um, so the biggest thing is just like I said, it's morphed, right? So we did have this just in derm and plastic surgeons offices. So you didn't have to worry about, hey, is this legitimate product? Is this, you know, are they reusing different things? All of this that now is a concern. And so we now have Usually, if you're looking at a pricing for aesthetic procedures, if it's too good to be true and it's really cheap, you as the patient should start thinking, okay, but what's being injected in my face? Because we, from the provider standpoint, have a set price that has continued to grow over the years that I've been doing this. And I look at some of the prices around and I'm just like, I know what this costs. It's You're literally selling it for less than what my cost as a provider is. So there's no way. And so I, I'm absolutely not going to be affiliated with that. I'm not going to be affiliated with, um, you know, places reusing things. It's terrifying. So radiofrequency microneedling or Morpheus that I was talking about, it's a sterile head of needles. That sounds terrifying, I know. But you are numb for it. And I'm able to control the settings to kind of cater to your specific concerns. Well, if I'm treating you, again, with a head of sterile needles, do you want me to go and also share that and use that on your best friend and your mom and somebody that you don't even know? Absolutely not. I mean, from a lot of different standpoints. Number one, like blood products being exposed from individual to individual, but also those needles are being made for one-time use. And as they dull, you're not going to get the same results. So I don't want to be, you know, affiliated with those things. It's just seeing a lot of really bad behavior. Um, people, were you par- not to, no, no names listed, yeah. but were you kind of part of some of those bad practices along the way? Um, I, so no on those specific things, but I've seen them happening and have had a lot of dear friends that have got intertwined in that. What I personally got intertwined in is whenever I so was in Kansas City working in a dermatology office and moved to Nashville and was kind of doing a hybrid of working at Vanderbilt Dermatology and then also just solely focusing on injecting as well. So it was kind of the best of both worlds. As I take this job, over time, I find out, holy cow, my boss who owns this practice doesn't have the credentials that she said she did. Mm -hmm. So she was leading patients and myself to believe that she was an RN and she was actually an esthetician. And please do not get me wrong. There is absolutely nothing wrong with being an esthetician, but those are two totally different pathways. There's a lot that estheticians know that nurses do not and vice versa. And technically speaking, I mean, there's a lot of gray area specifically in Tennessee. Unfortunately, we haven't caught up to other states as far as with aesthetics, but they shouldn't be injecting anything into your face. Like there's certain regulations related to puncturing the skin. And so that in and of itself wasn't really within her scope. Um, And then also she was lying about her credentials. And so seeing that happen to I I really want to be open and honest with patients about this is my experience. These are my credentials. This is how long I've been doing it, all of these things. And I don't also want to be affiliated with somebody who misleads patients. And you do. So I I read your bio and you went to to college at Tennessee Tech originally. I did. um, And you got a degree in psychology. Never used it. What do you think you use it at all now? I mean, I'm sure that oh, there yeah. is some aspects of what you're doing that kind of the psychology plays into that. Yeah. So I started out, I mean, the honest truth was I started at tech at 17. 
Um, a baby. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, good for people who are like, I know exactly what I want to do. And that ends up being exactly it. I had no idea. I started and I was like, dentistry. And I was like, nope, nope. Let's go with psychology. Because it was, I don't want to say easy, but it, it came easier to me than other things. And then after Interest, it was interesting, super interesting and still is like, I really do love it. And so I was thinking more of like the counseling aspect. And I actually started my first counseling course and I was like, oh, yeah, this is not going to be something that I need to do because I just didn't feel skilled in that that specific place. But I do feel that it's been very helpful in I hope at least therapeutic communication with patients because this is a time that you are being really vulnerable whenever you come in and talk about this bothers me I think about it this much you know these are the different things that it's a lot of really vulnerable information that you usually aren't just going around and telling people that at the grocery store like hey I think about this all the time I don't want to have pictures taken of me from this angle because of this issue it's a lot. Well, and I think that it, as women, we can focus so much on on certain things. And then it just bleeds over into so many other aspects of our life. Of uh, and, it, and it really does affect us emotionally and mentally mm-hmm. that it's not just um, it's not just a the way you look, it, it really affects the way you feel. And so I do think as much as you're like, I never use that psychology degree, it really does play into some, some of the things that you're doing and how you can um, work with your clients and, and build them up and, and kind of push them in the right direction. Agree there for sure. Yeah. So you um, have your degree from in psychology and where did you pivot to go into skincare, aesthetics, like all that kind of Yeah, that's a good question, too. Um, You know, the honest truth is I decided to go to school for nursing. And so I initially actually went to school and was an LPN first. So I was like, I don't know. Do I really want to do this? Am I smart enough? Am I good enough? You know, all the different things. And so have continued, went back to become an RN, went back to become a nurse practitioner. And the, you know, it doesn't sound glamorous, but I initially took the job in dermatology for easy scheduling. Like there's no call, there's no nights, there's no weekends usually. And that's a lot better than hospital hours where it's like, okay, we're working X amount of holidays a year. You're going to be on nights for this many, you know, years or months or whatever. And so I solely took it for cushy hours and ended up absolutely falling in love with it. And what is it about it that you love the most? Um, I think it really is being able to make people feel better about themselves I think from the and it's it's different areas for each part of it right like the skin cancer portion of it like I want to identify those because early detection is going to be the biggest issue with that like let's get it treated let's get it taken care of and then move on with life and continue screenings um but as far as with the cosmetic part I mean it truly does I have been someone who has always really not had the best self-esteem so I know firsthand how it feels to be really focused on this or that or all the different things and so to be able to help somebody to feel more confident is so rewarding and again that confidence level is it really spreads out into so many aspects of people's lives of how you show up as a, a mother or a wife or a 
and I'm, I'm saying this all as females, I assume that most of your clients are females. I actually have a pretty decent um, mixture of both males and females, to be honest, which is really, it makes me happy because it's like, you know, again, I think it just goes to show, again, everyone falls into the category of you would think you, you see individuals and it's so easy to assume on someone's story of, oh, I bet that they really have it together. They're not insecure. And then you meet them. It's like, oh, goodness. Well, guess what? We all are kind of the same whenever you get down to the bottom of it. So true. We'll be right back. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Thanks for sticking with us. I'm Tiffany Anton from the Biz Foundry, and I have Blakely Smith, owner of Skin and Aesthetics, in today. Hello, Thanks hello. For sticking with us. Um, so you've done this for ten years. You know, you know, kind of all the skin stuff, all the cosmetic stuff. But owning a business is a totally different beast. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and you just opened this year, but you've kind of the the idea came a few years ago for you to to do this. How did you kind of figure out all the things for business or Um, how are you figuring it out? Yeah, I'm over here laughing because I feel like I just said last week actually to a really dear friend of mine who also opened up a clinic this year. And I said, I feel like the day that I have it figured out will be the day before I retire, like the very, very end. Every single day is a new adventure. One thing that I've I've interviewed a lot of people in my time. And one thing um, I have asked people, how do you know if you've made it? And I think that the true entrepreneurs with a really great heart of what they're doing say, I'll, I don't know. You know, I haven't made it. I don't know. And, mm-hmm. and cause you ha- you're so passionate about always growing and always continuing to be better. Um, I think sometimes that not, no offense to the young whippersnappers, but sometimes, you know, a 22 year old will say, well, when I have a thousand followers or 10,000 followers or whatever, like they have a, a goal that they're trying to meet and they think that's what made it. And the, those that are kind of more experienced say, I don't know, never. I'm always trying to grow and be better. And I think that's kind of in life. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely me from a professional standpoint. What you said immediately, whenever you said, you know, all the things and I'm like, I don't though. Like I'm still continuing to do training after training after training. Just have one next weekend that I'm going out of town for to make sure that I do stay on top of things. And there's always new technology and new ways to do things. And so same thing with business. I mean, even just since I've started, um, I initially was like, okay, I need to hire somebody for the front desk. And as of right now, you are looking at the entire clinic. Like I'm literally doing every single position because as I've been open, I've seen that transform kind of even the vision from day to day of like, okay, well, I thought that this was going to be like my quote business plan, 
But that's changed too, right? Like as I've continued to meet with patients, um, there's been several different people that have said, you know, I just really appreciate being able to come in here and have the time to sit down, you know, one-on-one with you and kind of build a relationship and, and be vulnerable and tell you the things and us come up with a game plan. And I really appreciate not having to worry about, you know, oh, is somebody outside listening or, you know, whatever else. And so, yeah, it's a lot more work and I've laughed and I now have a huge appreciation for front desk to a new degree because I've been spoiled, right? I've had somebody who's been checking my patients in, rooming them, getting photos, all the things. And I can remember saying, yes, you know, photos are so, so, so important for cosmetics to be able to see that before and after. Like we can never, ever skip those. Well, guess what? The first week, I don't think I got a single before photo, like because I'm already talking to the patient, forgetting about it. Um, we'll be talking about something and I'm like, oh, look at that spot, you know, whatever. And so it's, you know, trying to stay focused, but that's even shifted of like, okay, how do I want to grow the business? Does it morph or do I make it a new vision of what a clinic looks like where you really are one-on-one with your provider the entire time? How do you, how do you kind of police yourself to stop and think, of, of how the pivots you're going to make of your, you know, I think sometimes as business owners, you're so into, you know, you show up Monday morning, you see 10 clients throughout the day, you, you know, go to bed, do it again. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to like, put put your name out there or to, to think, okay, well, who is my, 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 I thought this was my customer, but maybe this is more my customer or, you know, pictures were really important, but maybe pictures aren't as important as I thought. And so how do you, kind of police yourself to take the time to think about the business instead of be in it? Um, I think that it's, strangely enough, I think thinking about the business is really guided by being in it. Like, I'm so thankful for those conversations with patients of, okay, what does make you feel more comfortable? How do you feel? I've said from the get-go, the main thing is I want every single person who walks through those doors to feel seen, heard and valued because at the end of the day there are places you can go all over excellent ones here in the upper cumberland there's fantastic places in nashville all over right and so they have the choice to come in and i want them to feel really valued and that i appreciate their business and so i'm just allowing their words their feelings to really guide the business because at the end of the day the business's focus is on the patient right like it is a patient-centered business Mm -hmm. and so that's really been a change of yeah finances are obviously important you got to pay your bills Mm -hmm. right but at the end of the day I don't want to get rich I want patients to feel truly cared for and the tagline is love your skin and that's really what I want I want them to leave and love their skin I think that that's kind of the sign of a a true passionate entrepreneur is when you have that heart where you're like okay we I do need to make money because I am supporting my family or, or you know it is a business but I really care about my my patients, my clients and and what the end result is. And so I think that that especially in the Upper Cumberland, that really goes far in value of of, of passion and heart and in, in what we're doing. So where do you, so we kind of started where how did you learn all the business aspects? You you mentioned that you're looking at getting insurance, you know, being able to accept insurance. Where where do you even like go to start that figure that out. Oh gosh. Um, so many people say YouTube, but well, and so thankfully I have had some really good resources as far as friends who have done things similarly. And, um, the practice that I had came from, they have, it's 
physician owned. Um, and so really great resources of being able to rely on people. At the end of the day, we can't do anything alone, you know, life alone, anything else. And so having really good mentors um, and knowing, hey, guess what? Just like with dermatology, I don't know it all. And with business, I sure as heck don't know it all. Yeah. So it's OK to ask questions. Has there been a time over the past few years? Like I said, you you kind of developed this idea a couple of years ago and you've been working on kind of putting all the pieces in place and, and making sure that you're you're ready to open the right business um ha, was there a time in that that time where you're like uh, this isn't gonna work i'm gonna throw on the towel on this i had a full-on freak out and if my mom listens to this she'll be laughing i had a full-on freak out probably maybe a month into the reconstruction because so i am at premier medical park and the owners of that building were nothing. which is on washington yes Street, but yes. next to the catholic church mm-hmm. yes yeah. exactly uh-huh. The owners of that property were nothing short of amazing of just saying, you know, hey, what's your vision for here? And that vision included like, hey, we're getting new floor. We're like, this isn't even going to be identifiable. Like, this is what I would like for it to be. And a lot of people would have said, okay, well, great dreams. But they were like, nope, we'll make it happen. Here is JNS, all the things. So they're like a month into doing this renovation. And I'm like, um, should I have just like called it good because I had two new job offers in Nashville and I had one in Kansas City and I'm like okay what do I do here and so yeah thank God I didn't freak out and just call it quits yeah well and how important was it to you to be in that medical park of I feel like that kind of gives you an elevated like you said you're an RN and you have have the degrees and um it does make it feel a little bit more professional, I guess. Yeah. So, and again, and medical. Yes. Everybody's different, but I certainly just didn't want it to be, um, you know, like beside of a restaurant or anything. Again, nothing wrong with that. That's just not the vision that I had for it. And it is at the end of the day, it's medical. And so I wanted the appearance of it to match exactly what it is. It's a clinic. Yeah. As, as she's sitting in the studio right now, she has her scrubs on. <laughs> and it, and it, I think that that does have a different element of um, not just for beauty sake. It is there is medical elements of what you're doing and that um, kind of elevates the business a bit. Yeah. At the end of the day, they are medical procedures. They're prescription medications. And in my opinion, they should be treated as such. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm Tiffany Anton from the Biz Foundry and I have Blakely Smith in today, owner and everything <laughs> of skin and aesthetics. Um, you are a one woman show at the moment. Um, how do you think that you'll be a more than a one woman show? Is that kind of, you know, TBD yeah. at this point, I'm taking it day by day and just seeing what works best for patients and, um, you know, if that's what is best and they feel more comfortable with, then maybe that is. We'll see. Can you tell me a little bit more about the services that you offer? And you, we did talk. We mentioned that men are, are some of your clients as well. Um, what what do you think is kind of the most common reason that com- people come in for? Um, I would say the number one as far as like service is probably Botox. Um 
truly it has been great because I've had such a mixture of all the things, which keeps you kind of sharp and on your toes and never a boring day. But I would say Botox, the, the majority of um, every single day has at least, you know, a couple of Botox patients on there. And that's males and females. Well, and I was talking to um, a friend the other day. We were we were having a meeting and she said, I have an appointment this afternoon. And I was like, I, I, I think I just thought it was a business meeting. And she's like, Botox. Like it was this, <laughs> she had to like, you know, I think that there can be this like negative stigma to it. And it was like embarrassing to her. And I was like, do do what you want, girl. Go, to, you know, yeah. I, it's like, I, I feel like we can live in a world where why do we have to throw shade at things or why do we have to feel embarrassed about what we're doing that's true and I, I feel like it's a few different things um number one again I don't think any of us want to just say hey I don't like the way that I look or I don't I feel like I'm showing signs of aging or you know anything else so I think that unfortunately especially with social media kind of morphing so much we all are just perfect we have perfect lives perfect marriages, perfect children, everything's perfect. And so why would you need Botox? You just, yeah. your skin's already perfect. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a part of it, unfortunately. I think another part of it is always being concerned about what people think. Um, there's still people who will, I've had people myself say, oh my goodness, like you went to school and you're a nurse practitioner just to stick needles in people's face and do Botox. Oh my gosh, like why, why would you want to be around, you know, people that are so stuck on their appearance? And it's like, but that's not, also you can use Botox for other things that are medical. And again, it's a medication. Mm -hmm. um, patients who have, you know, TMJ, there's all these different uses for it as well. So it's not just cosmetic. Um, but even there's been patients who have had, um, either they were born with their face being a little asymmetrical or have had different things that have happened, whether it was Bell's palsy, strokes, different things, um, that they just want to feel normal again or feel like that they used, you know, feel like that they look like they used to. There's so many different things. So it's, it's not. And it's so interesting that there's so much um, shame slash judgment mm -hmm. when it comes to maybe a Botox treatment, but not getting your hair dyed. Or Absolutely. wearing makeup or putting, you know, mascara on or whatnot. And so it's just or the reverse. I think right now I think I have no makeup on whatsoever. <laughs> so I think it's just, you know, we are who we are. And and just why is why is one thing? I, I mean, I kind of think of had a conversation with somebody about sinning this morning and why are, <laughs> no sin is, is greater than the other. And yeah. So why is any cosmetic you know, procedure or, or change different than the other. I think they're all kind of one and the same. Yeah. And it's funny. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm about to be guilty of both things that I'm about to talk about, <laughs> but we also, I hear people say, well, I cannot believe you put that stuff in your face. You don't even, number one, it's been studied for years and years and years now. Like we have enough data to support what's going to happen with it. But also you're going to McDonald's and ordering stuff that you have no idea with it, which again, emphasizing i do it too <laughs> yeah. love me some mcdonald's Both but them, yeah. you can't say right. one versus the other there's plenty of stuff yeah for sure and i think it's kind of you know maybe that cheeseburger mcdonald's you know sometimes there's just a day where that mcdonald's french fry it it makes you feel better <laughs> yeah, and so you know that emotional <laughs> uplift and so sometimes we need that so 
you're a uh, Upper Cumberland girl. You you were born yes. and raised here. Um, what was ten year old Blakely? What was she going to do? Probably not owning a business because it no. seems like the journey has not been um, part of your vision. But what did what did you think you were going to do when you were ten years old? Oh, I told everybody I was going to be a marine biologist. I don't know what happened with my <laughs> age range. <laughs> like that that's a that, normal. Everybody just grows up to be a marine biologist. But that was the thing. It's interesting because I feel like I knew people that were kind of <laughs> yeah. like in that, and they were going to be my marine. And I think one of them is a life coach now, um, not a marine biologist. So I think it was Free Willy that got like maybe, maybe it was. Um, do you think that you were the kind of like hustler that you were, you know, um, kind of talking people into things on the playground or anything like that, or were you more just kind of going with the flow? I think so. I'm so anti-confrontation that I probably was just hiding in the background, honestly. Yeah, I actually had a conversation with my best friend the other day of like, do you, I said, do you like attention? And she, she was like, probably neither direction. I don't like good attention. I don't like yeah, bad attention. Just none. I just and I'm like, well, I like good attention, but then that brings the, the bad attention to you <laughs> sometimes. So so where do you see um, things going in five, 10 years with your business? I know you, you've kind of talked about that it's ever evolving and it's always, you know, you're you're kind of trying to stay on top of things and in front of the ball. And even with your procedures and your techniques, you're you're always investing in yourself of learning new things. But what about the business in general? Do you see expanding the space? Do you see what do you see happening? The big thing is I want to continue. So I've I've really been mindful um, and I tell patients this all the time. There's so much with aesthetic dermatology that's a little on the gimmicky side, right? Like I've, I laugh and say I'm probably the worst business owner that you'll ever meet because if I tell you something, you can you know that it's going to be honest, but I talk patients out of a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So they'll come in and say, I think I need this, 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 this. And I'm like, no, you don't. Um, good business owner, questionable, but <laughs> being honest with those people. And so I was really, really precise in, okay, I want to bring on this technology or this product. And there was reasoning behind all of it, being able to pull, you know, all of the previous studies and making sure, okay, there are these biased studies. Is this going to be something that's truly giving a patient a result? And so everything that's in there has been trialed by myself, good or bad. Um, And so I think just continuing to move in that direction of making sure that Cookville, there's something very prideful for me in being able to bring quote unquote like big city services to Cookville because as I've continued to talk to people over the years, they're like, well, yeah, I'll drive to Nashville to see you or I drive to Chattanooga and it's like, dang, that stinks that, you you know, these there's certain things that weren't being offered in this area. And I think just continuing in that of making sure that the patient is at the forefront. So let's make sure that we grow with it. Let's not do things, even how I inject filler. What was learned, what was great 10 years ago, we're like, heck no. Because for instance, you know, we were putting so much filler in people that then they kind of started morphing and looking really unnatural. We're moving away from that and looking at more natural treatments. Thank goodness I don't inject like what, you know, was 10 years ago or I would still not be given good outcomes So continuing to invest in training, continuing to invest in education, 
um, continuing to keep the focus on patients over profit. Well, and I think that education part, not just your own education, but educating the community and, yeah. and, and letting people know you don't have to go to Nashville, Knoxville, Chattanooga for higher end services. There's places here. I think that kind of connecting with you um, is is pretty important as well. And yes. and again, when you're a one woman show, it's you, you're doing all the things and being all the things and it's a lot, but um, hopefully people will kind of learn more about what you're doing and, and how that is um, different than maybe some of the other med spas in town. It did make me laugh the other day. I'll tell you this. Um, I had a patient that reached out and I love that she thought that there were more people working there and maybe it was just an off day or whatever, but I was scheduling her follow-up for a medical treatment and I had told her that I would see her back, you know, in six weeks and she called and she said, hey, um, whenever I was checking out, um, my provider scheduled me for this date, but she had told me a different one. I just wanted to make sure and I was like, that would be me. No, I totally messed up when I was supposed to schedule you for. So good or bad, you're yeah. stuck with me. Right. That's so funny that she was like, oh, my my scheduler, you know, thank yeah. you, you know. Um, can I speak to the other person in the office? Kind of yes. Thing. So where can people find, where are you located again? Uh, Washington Avenue. Uh, Washington yes. Avenue? Yeah. yeah. 315 North Washington Avenue in Premier Medical Park. So just off the square. Um, and... There's plenty of signage, so we are directly behind where the signage is. And you're, there's plenty of parking, too. I know there people is. like to p- complain about parking, but that's probably one of the best parking places in town. It is, and they make sure during the winter, too, that it's all clear for you. They do it all. That's great. And so what's your website? It is www.theskinandestheticsclinic.com. So <clears throat> people can check out your services, and how can they follow along on social media? So the clinics, um, Instagram and Facebook, both are under at the Skin and Aesthetics Clinic. The Skin and Aesthetics Clinic. So check it out. Any advice that you have to other people who are in a a profession that they maybe see some things that they don't, um, doesn't resonate well with them, but they think I could start my own business. What's what's any advice? Do it. Do it. You know, there's something about having complete assurance of, hey, this is mine. I built it and I know that everything in here is done completely by the book and I have nothing to be fearful of. That's really gratifying. I would say probably have a mentor as well. And have have definitely a lot of mentors. And I think just having those people that you can call on and say, hey, I'm having a hard time with this. Or or just being able to vent that psychology part of things for yourself as a business owner is really important of just being able to say, this is hard sometimes. Mm -hmm. And and people uplift you, I think is probably pretty important. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being in today. Go check out Skin and Aesthetics. Blakely is a one-woman show, so you'll, you'll she'll answer the phone, she'll email you, she'll all do things. all the things, so she's there. So go check her out. Thanks for being here today. Thank you so much.